Daniel Craig's Bond, Roar is back with Skyfall. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Skyfall, possibly the most beloved of the Craig Bonds thus far, and I believe the most profitable of all time uh, thus thus far. We'll see how No Time to Die does, though, of course, box office figures aren't quite what they used to be, at least at the moment. But uh, yeah, today I'm going to talk about why I liked it and why I think it works. So without further ado, let's get started. It was a miracle that Skyfall ever came out. Not because people were sick of Bond, or because Daniel Craig was sick of the part, nothing like that. It mostly came down to studio nonsense. Well into the film's production, MGM, the studio that produces and distributes all of the Bond movies, filed for bankruptcy, which meant any project in the works fell into, fell into a weird limbo. Which puts a franchise that was already in a weird place with a new director, and no plot runway to speak of, at risk of disappearing. So soon the narrative shifted from will we ever see this movie to will this movie be any good after the disappointing quantum of solace. The end result was the most critically and commercially successful Bond movie to date. After a mission goes wrong and 007 is left for dead, Bond decides to unofficially quit the spy life and live a quiet hedonistic life in the tropics. But when a new threat targets MI6, its agents, and M, Bond is brought back into the fold to track the attacker down. Does Bond still have the stuff to take this sophisticated and highly motivated villain down, though? For a lot of people, Skyfall marks the high point of Craig's Bond tenure. The action was gigantic, we've got the supporting players like Q and Moneypenny in the fold, a great theme song, and a classic Bond villain with some modern twists. And much like Casino Royale, that's all window dressing to why this movie really works. So let's start with three big reasons, including Roger fucking Deakins. Despite being one of the best, if not the best, cinematographers of all time, Roger Deakins hasn't taken on, hadn't taken on a movie this big or bombastic before. His films always look amazing, but you'd be hard-pressed to find extensive action sequences. But man, he shot the shit out of this movie. Before I could really appreciate the work a cinematographer does, I was blown away by the shots in this movie, whether they're establishing shots or fights. The tipping point for me is the fight between Bond and the sniper, where the fight is sporadically lit up by muzzle flare. It's such a great idea and looks spectacular. And that beautiful palette full of natural light and clear focus on the main players, whether it's fighting on top of a train or blowing up a family home, works wonderfully. We've also got great action. Skyfall is a movie that gets all of the action basics right. The fight scenes are easy to follow thanks to shot selection. The choreography is complex and excellent. And we've got a nice variety of elements to keep things interesting, while still making Bond a single agent versus the one-man army. But there's two big reasons these scenes work so well. First and foremost is the emphasis on practical effects. One of the harder things to do, at least with modern movie making, is to create big action scenes with practical effects. For instance, if you want to crash a helicopter into a building, it's easier to fake it than to crash an actual helicopter. Sam Mendes and company came up with great solutions. Practical when possible, miniatures when you can't. And then you can paper over with digital alterations. 
A scene like the train crash could be done with CGI and isn't practical to do to scale, but with clever camera work and miniature work, yeah, you can do that. It takes extra time and money, but it's well spent because your movie will age substantially better that way. The other reasons these scenes work is that they feel more Bond-like. Bond fighting a guy on top of a train? Classic Bond. Bond using the old-school Aston Martin and his Home Alone house to take down Silva's goons? Dang close. Bond using a digger to open up a train and then adjusting his cufflinks when he jumps down is iconic. It's these little bits of flair that pay homage to the franchise while still, still doing its own thing that make it work so well. We've also got a ton of themes working in conjunction with one another. At first glance, Skyfall is a movie that justifies Bond's existence. After his mission goes sideways, Craig's Bond is out of shape, still has gunshot shrapnel in his body, and is in a cagey state of mind. But M demonstrates faith in him because she trusts him, and when someone is trying to harm her and her agency, he's the one she wants to defend her. Which flies in the face of tech wizard Q, who sees Bond as unnecessary, Gareth Mallory, who worries about Bond's abilities and competence, and apparently the British government itself that wants to rely on tech and results. So we're blending a distant but still familial relationship with Bond and M, and a justification for men like Bond at the same time, which is to say, the human element. And it's clearly a lesson M learned the hard way by failing Silva, who was rightly pissed off at M and the British government for leaving him to die. It may be clunky in spots, but that's what I believe M's speech to Parliament is all about. She's emphasizing that in a world of technology and surveillance, human connections are not less important, they're more important. This holds extra weight for fans of the series who will remember her introduction in Goldeneye as a numbers and odds maker versus an instinct-driven person. Hence why the final showdown is the high-tech wizard Silva versus Bond, an old Scottish farmhand, and M herself with makeshift weaponry. Skills and people matter in this world, and Bond still has a place in it. The verdict is it's a great modern Bond. By blending familiar elements with the modern, Skyfall created a great Bond and blockbuster experience. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.